This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Good afternoon to you too, sir. How you doing? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, wow, this has been just a... Just a heck of a few weeks. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. You know, gosh, I feel like the the blur. It really kind of started around International Pipe Smoking Day, yeah, and then just kind of muddled its way on here through throughout uh, March. And uh, gosh, we can almost see April. And you know, I just uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm I, I can't come up for air very often, but uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, yeah, we're we're, we're doing okay. You know, uh, th- things are good. Yeah, just uh, getting used to the idea of. Uh, of, of being a dad man and, and just what that's going to be like and um and you know about to uh next weekend will be our first year anniversary and so going yeah uh, going a little trip there that'll be fun and um yeah man it's just uh yeah things are things are crazy they're just nuts working on a couple of tobacco blends and um you know it, i don't know there's just a lot in the hopper it's like man what do you uh what do you do with all this and uh i don't know i probably <laughs> it, it, you know, to start the start the episode out like this, I may I don't know. It probably sounds like it should be another Squire Select or something. Yeah, but, I know, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, man, things are things are good. Listen, yeah. man, you're gonna you're gonna make a great dad. Like like let let me tell let me tell you something. Let me be real real quick on the podcast. You're gonna make a terrible dad. <laughs> but do you know why? Because we're all terrible dads. Like like honestly, like you're gonna make a terrible dad because basically you're a terrible. Person. Well, no, no, no. But, but we all are. The the reality is, I mean, like <laughs> if, if, you know, look, we we're we're open about our faith here, and and you know, we we are all flawed and broken people. Yeah. Thank God for Christ. Like honestly, like the yeah. reality is, is that we we <laughs> every father fails. Yeah. And even the best dads of the world. Are, are are awful at it and so take the pressure off you know what i mean like like yeah, allow I, that to like relieve some of the pressure i have i have you know received a lot of that uh, a similar kind of um i guess encouragement or exhortation you know recently <laughs> uh because you know folks are like look you're you, you know you you say ready or not you're you know here it comes well you're not ready and, and you know you and you and you won't be and you won't be until you get there and even when you get there you still won't be there yeah and, you know and so um you know just kind of showing yourself grace uh, in the midst of that, trying to, you know, learn and, uh, figure out how to, you know, um, how to continually, uh, die to, you know, your, your spouse and how to die to your, uh, your new, your new family members. And, um, and, and also, uh, be kind enough to yourself to give yourself little breaks here and there, both, uh, <laughs> both physically and yes, emotionally and yes. spiritually and everything else. And so, um, yeah, you know, it, it, I, I don't know. I, I receive that. I receive your, uh, I receive, I receive your, um, well, your kind work. It comes with the flip side, <laughs> which is that you're going to be a great dad. Like you really are, man. Thanks, you're man. you're you're a loving and Thanks, caring man. man. Like for for the amount that you outpour onto me and your friends around you, like how much more are you going to outpour that on your own children? Like mm-hmm. you dude, you got this. Well, you're going you're going to do great. That's really kind. I you know, I I think one thing that scares me the most about about fatherhood I've learned this about myself just as time has gone on is that I'm I'm kind of a lazy person. <laughs> <laughs> and I really what? and I really like to uh sleep a lot. Like yeah. like napping is Ooh. a very enjoyable like I like a pastime for me, and it is in the past and now, it, and, it, <laughs> 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 and it indeed is. And so, yeah, you know, it's it's going to make those uh, those quiet evenings on the porch by myself, smoking my pipe. 
you know, with a with a favorite, uh, you know, Boodles and Tonic. I mean, that's that's going to be. Um, yeah, I think it's going to make that that much more precious to me. Exactly. You know, and so that's so that's a good thing. And you'll get it back, but even when you get it back, it won't be as readily available. And so it's, right. it's one of those things right. that that'll be you know you're yeah. you're working towards that. No, that's right. You five know, so five six years, you'll get that again. We're just from uh, time to time. We're yeah, occasionally. <laughs> occasionally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I remember. And then you die. Yeah. <laughs> I remember with like my firstborn, like the thing that really got me was breakfast. <laughs> like going out to breakfast was like my yeah. respite. Like that was the thing that I would always do, and I would go and I'd boot up my computer and i was thinking like i'm never going to be able to go out to breakfast again like this is just no. and then, which is which yeah. is the reality is is i've gone out to breakfast several times and even <laughs> in that phase of life i went out to breakfast you know what i mean like it it's just you're in this kind oh, of mode funny. where you're trying to assess yeah. this like seismic change in your life it, it is you know it's um and it's and it's scary but it's really exciting yeah. i mean it really is it's uh you know what's the new chapter what's it's going to be what's it going to be like and um you know how are things going to change and what are things that I'm going to have to grieve necessarily that mm. are going away but think about all the exciting new things that are uh, around the corner and man I I can't wait to to meet this new uh, human that that hopefully looks a lot like uh, his or her mother <laughs> it's uh it's it's gonna be gonna be really great yeah so, man, yep. it's gonna be a hairy baby anyway. yes they probably back hair <laughs> and a beard and <laughs> like, yeah ponytail pray, pray for Mrs. Cole to yeah. really be the driving genetic factor Wait, that that here. is that's, that is what we want yeah, yeah that's that, good. that that is what we want well here's here's what we really want <laughs> we want to make sure that you and and your lovely wife are taken care of throughout this process and people can do that by supporting this show oh, by no, that's true. Yeah, that's that, that of course is true. By heading over to patreon.com slash country squire radio, you too can be a patron of the show and get some awesome benefits, like for example, the first 100 episodes and more of Country Squire Radio, exclusive to those that are supporting the show. Again, at patreon.com slash country squire radio. Uh, there's also the club members that we especially love, those of you that are members of the club. And uh, yeah, you got to find us in the club with a bottle full of bug. My mind got what you need. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're in I mean, rare form tonight. The, wow, just the, uh, the the incredible uh image of Bo sitting here trying to um the, trying to make that work. That was uh, yeah, that was stunning. That was that was, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you. <laughs> Man, I'm going to enjoy this episode because, of course, uh, today we're 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 diving back into what makes this episode, what makes this podcast, uh, the, what what it should be, right? The bread, the bread and butter, baby. The bread and butter of Country Squire Radio, a pipe tobacco podcast. You yeah. would imagine that from time to time, yeah. we would talk about pipe tobacco, yeah, occasionally, and you know? arguably we talk about pipe tobacco quite a bit. Some some would say, John David would say that we we try to force it into places where it doesn't belong. I'm not talking about. Bar barbecue which by the way <laughs> uh, by the way people did uh write in during the last show uh mentioning like hey that was like your last show your last live show your last show from jackson why didn't you get john david to do the barbecue show then and i, I was like you know what you gotta you gotta pick and choose your battles no i, th- I think that's that's it right i mean you know you, there, there's some things like you said that should just be left in the past or in the future the so, eternal future. So, uh, <laughs> right, exactly, ex- exactly. That's right. Think about uh, in glory. You know, we will in, all in be glory. Uh, you know, the, it, or, or it, some some faraway place where uh, you know you, you may not ever visit, uh, you, but but it's always in your dreams and hopes. You know, what was it, Picasso? That actually, like, he would paint his paintings, and then because it was sacrilegious for there to be a perfect painting, because only God can make perfection. Right. He would intentionally create some sort of skew or something like. This oh. was perfect, but it's so perfect it's sacrilegious. Country Squire Radio with the the barbecue pipe tobacco pairing would be in its most perfect form. <laughs> Therefore, it would also be heretical, and we can't have that. <laughs> we can't have that. No, that that is true. There's there, there's uh, two. 
Is there some such a thing as too perfect? I think uh, there is. I think I think that would be it. It, it, would, it would be too perfect. It's it, a tobacco too, talk episode. Too, too good. Yeah. It's too, too good. <laughs> it is too good. It's a tobacco uh, talk tonight, episode. Tonight we're talking gentlemen. tobacco talk, and um, and you know we love this. Occasionally we like to come uh, back to the the studio, the mic, and uh, talk about some of our favorite tobaccos or some of our more interesting tobaccos, some finds that are out there that um, you know uh, maybe we have uh, you know known and loved for a long time or maybe you're new to us and uh, just kind of checking out but uh, you know interesting things that we want to share with uh, with our listeners and so um, anyway tonight talking about a couple of tobaccos that are kind of fun you'll notice Bo that both the tobaccos I've got tonight uh, one is in a jar yeah and one is in a plastic bag and so I'm assuming that We've you, got, well, the plastic bag in particular, I know for a fact you put it there, but the jar, I would also assume. I did. Yeah. I, I, I did in both cases. Yeah. So this is- um, It's like a cayenne pepper jar. Yeah. It's kind of funny. This is a uh, like a like a jar that was washed out from um, having- um, Some kind of spice. Yeah. I, I think it was uh, oregano. Oh. <laughs> or something, <laughs> but yeah, it was washed out like really, really. What are you packing really in your good. pipe, boy? That's some yeah, oregano. No, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was washed out like really, really good. Yeah, it's a it's a glass jar, so we got yeah. it super clean before I started using it for tobacco a while back. But um, anyway, yeah, cool. Uh, you know, cool stuff tonight. We're excited, so um, we're gonna lead off with uh, one of the harder to find tobaccos that you know is on the market today you'll you'll know it by the gold foil bags that it comes in oh um, this sounds familiar that we don't have uh with us today because i split this actually with a good friend of mine Hmm. um actually what happened is um uh, the tobacco we're about to talk about first we'll talk about two tobaccos tonight the first one we're talking about is uh, esoterica peace haven so uh, not Stonehaven, uh, but Peacehaven. Uh, yeah. And uh, it, it is one of uh, one of the more popular, or how, how should we say, one of the more... Um, it's it, esoteric. It's, it, I know. <laughs> I, right, esoteric. It's, it, it's one of the more popular, popular ones. Um, you know, it, it's one of those that um, is not as common to find, even though none of the esotericas are, are, are easy to find. But, you know, of them, uh, people really struggle to find a few of them to kind of com- complete their uh, esoterica tabacchiana um, collections. And uh, and this is one of those. Uh, Peacehaven, um, the story behind this particular tobacco is this was uh, shared with me by our dear friend Dan Clark. Uh, Dan, uh, regular at the Country Squire. He's probably there right now. <laughs> he's a, a <laughs> good good friend of uh, of ours. And um, Dan, one, he's a member of our, uh, our friends over at Briar Nation on Facebook um, at Jeremy uh, Feliciano and those guys over there that just do such a good job. They're hilarious and uh, fun. And if you had th- if you have thin skin, it's probably not the best uh, <laughs> probably not the best <laughs> Facebook group for you. But uh, Briar Nation on Facebook, they had a, a drawing where um, I think the proceeds went to like uh, you know. It, it, it was it was a really good cause. I can't remember what off the top of my head, but I remember saying, oh, that's great that they did that. And uh, so so our friend Dan, he bought a ticket to this and uh, and he won. And there was like, uh, you know, three or four items of, uh, you know, Esoterica tobaccos. There were a couple of pipes. One was a limited edition uh, pipe and uh, just a lot of really cool stuff. It was it was really sharp. But one of the things that Dan won uh, in this group of, uh, you know, 
incredible items was uh, Esoterica Peace Haven. Now, Peace Haven, um, people are like, did you mean Stonehaven? No, it's Peace Haven, and it's uh, it, it's it's just one of those, again, that is a little harder to find and uh, not as well-known, but certainly sought after. So um, this stuff is made by uh, J.F. Germain and Son. We've talked about them before, uh, done a, um, you know, a, a whole episode, if I'm remembering correctly, about, uh, you know, the story of their... Um, uh, blending house and factory and all that stuff. Um, this is a straight Virginia tobacco. Um, and, uh, of course, I've got it in a jar tonight, but if you can imagine, uh, if you're not familiar with Esoterica blends, uh, Google them. You'll find lots of information about them online. Um, it, you know, they come in these bright gold foil bags. And, uh, you know, folks, when, when the Esoterica gets distributed, folks uh, start saying stuff like, the Squire's got the gold, or, you know, L.J. Peretti, they've got the gold, or, uh, <laughs> you know, Ewan Reese, they got the gold. And, uh, you know, it's it's just like this literal, uh, they're beautiful. Even if the tobacco was terrible, uh, you know, people would still want them because they're just so pretty. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's marketing genius, right? Yeah, uh, seriously. Which we, which we, we still need to do that episode. Yeah, I mean, we, we it's 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 well, I think long we, overdue. Yeah, I think we have done. Uh, uh, we've talked about it some, uh, kind of on the periphery. I know, but, but I mean, like, we need to yeah. do that deep dive at some point. Well, anyway, the um, again, Peace Haven, beautiful packaging. You open it up. Um, this is a this is a very uh, interesting tobacco. You, basically, these come in eight ounce bags only uh, from Esoterica. You open the bag, and there's you're basically looking at a brick of what appears to be shredded wheat. <laughs> so it, it's really interesting. They, um, they, it's some, somewhere between like a flake and a ribbon cut tobacco. It's this interesting, uh, shredded, stuck together, real thin sliced flake. It's just a real, uh, interesting way they kind of package this stuff. Um, and so when you open the bag up, it's as if they took all this shredded wheat and kind of kind of packed it together, stacked it and and let it sit there and it's uh, it just comes in this really um, fascinating way when you uh, when you open the um, you know the bag up the the packaging it or the official description it says elegantly flavored flake comprised of six Virginia tobaccos light in color and rich in taste, exceedingly mellow and easy to rub into the texture of your choice. Um, and so you open this, and there is an interesting uh, note in this uh, tobacco. You know, you've, you're you're smelling this uh, tobacco, and it's um, uh, right out of the, the the bag. It's just very fascinating. I'm gonna give this a whiff, and then pass it to my my friend Bo here. Oh, it's amazing! It smells like oregano. Sorry, I had to, <laughs> I, I had to do that. It has kind of a um, kind of a fruity. Yes. Like a very sweet, sugary, fruity type of... I, I, do you even call it a tin note, just jar note? Yeah, it's a jar note, bag note, tin note. What am I picking up? Like this... Yeah, it, it, this is really interesting. Like almost thing. floral even. There, there is. There, There is a... um. You get the... It, it's, it, to my knowledge, not flavored honey. in this manner. Is there honey, honey in this? Um, Not that I'm aware of, but I could see that. Actually, like... So, like, you know, so I'm a big fan of honey. And yeah. my grandfather, back in you know, back when he was in um, a better state than he is right now, like he used to like chow down on some honeycomb. Yeah, like, he would get the honeycomb in honey and like pull out the honeycomb and just that argh. was dessert. Yeah, ooh, that's this smells great. like what his breath <laughs> smelled like afterwards. <laughs> like that's awesome. See, that's how you know that like it's legit uh, uh, palate, you know, recognition because yeah. it takes you back to a childhood memory. Yeah, no, that's right. As soon as you smell this out of the bag or the jar, there's a very the dried fruit is almost over. Overpowering. There's yeah. A, there's like a prune smell there. It's this uh, interesting dried, uh, like a prune, uh, li- li- notes of licorice, 
but real candied licorice, you know, I, there's something that's so interesting. I don't know, Bo, if you've ever eaten at one of our local Indian restaurants here in Jackson. I don't think so. At, well, you know, that's true. At some of these Indian places, you know, at, by the cashier's little area where you check out, they've got this little cup of these interesting looking seeds uh, and they're they're candied coated fennel seeds and it's just kind of this little like after dinner uh, little dessert type thing you just take a little spoonful huh. of these little fennel seeds and you eat them and it's mixed in with some licorice and um and and it has such a distinct interesting uh flavor and smell to them and you know it's just kind of this little uh, fun little treat after you eat your uh, spicy indian food and all that and uh man they, there's something about the the jar note of peace haven just really nails me with that those goofy little fennel seeds at, wild. at the at the indian place and that that's funny? crazy because so i i use fennel quite often yeah uh fennel seeds quite often to um like you grind them and they have almost like a sausage type of uh flavor that oh, to that's them. interesting yeah well i don't but i've never actually used them not grinded <laughs> so yeah i've never yeah. you know i'm sure it's a completely different flavor profile then yeah it, it, anyway just kind of an interesting parallel there you know mixed with that little bit of licorice okay. tinge it's very um kind of fascinating um so peace haven uh, you know obviously it, you know it's from the folks at esoterica it, whether you like it or not it, they've put a lot of time and uh and effort into this and so a lot of folks and even the description they say you know it's uh, uh easy to rub into the texture of your choice um and, and you know a lot of folks really uh really rave about that that it's easy to kind of get into the right uh you know, uh, consistency for your pipe. Um, I actually had a little trouble with it. It's kind of funny. Like it, it's such a thinly sliced uh, flake that it kind of is frustrating. You have to almost treat it like its own category. You know, you have ribbon cut tobacco and uh, normal, um, you know, kind of chopped tobacco, but then you also have flake tobacco and, you know, whether it's broken flake or uh, ready rubbed or whatever. And then you've kind of got this this middle ground thing that's Peace Haven. It's this weird kind huh, of, uh, yeah, yeah uh, kind of uh, stringy, feathery, just stuff, you know, and so you have to tear it apart and, and, and to me, I think even smoke it a little uh, differently, which is um, which is kind of fun. It's just, a, you know, kind of, it's, it's its own little purgatory state of uh, trying to figure out what it wants to be. Um, but uh, once you get it packed, it does light uh, easy and stays lit relatively easy as well. Um, and, and, you know, you'll, you'll want to smoke it at kind of a slow, slow pace. So this says it's a non-aromatic tobacco. You know, it is, I'm not going to call this an aromatic tobacco, but I, I, you know, I do detect some type of topping on here, whether it's a, you know, a plum flavoring, um, or, you know, some type of little, um, you know, topping that just kind of takes the edge off of this thing. I don't, you know, if a, if a small amount of topping is involved, I would not consider that an aromatic tobacco. And I certainly don't hear, um, but it, it, you know, it's just a very light Virginia. This is, um, you know, it's not going to have the incredible, um, you know, uh, uh, distinctive flavors that something like a Stonehaven would have, uh, or, um, you know, uh, other other Virginias that are very, um, you know, pronounced. Uh, this is a very light flavor tobacco. It does have, you, you mentioned when you smell the jar, kind of a perfumey note to it. And I get I get that here. I get that kind of uh, almost Lakeland-esque uh, note. It's not a it's not a rosewater tobacco. It's certainly not not that. But um, I don't know. There, there's enough in there that makes you think maybe it's kind of a kissing cousin to that. You know. <laughs> um, so uh, so great tobacco. Um, it's one of those that you know if you are a Virginia lover, you'll probably want to try if you can. 
uh, at least once. Um, is it going to be your absolute favorite tobacco if you're looking for something that's complex and have has uh, tons of you know character to it and um, you know, richness and all these things? Eh, it's probably not going to be your favorite. You know, it's a uh, it, it's a good tobacco that. Uh, is interesting and uh, but it you know it's it's kind of simple and um, so it's one of those that you know you'll have and you might go to occasionally but uh, you know probably won't you know be be your top but um, you know I think it's a I think it's a good tobacco Peace Haven's great and um, I think there's a reason a lot of people seek after it and um, there it is I, I you know I'd, I'd probably give it three out of five stars uh, if it's me um, you know it's uh it's excellent tobacco um again not super distinctive so if you're looking for something that you want to smoke every day it might be a good tobacco for you um the problem would be finding enough to be able to smoke it every day <laughs> and, well uh, I, I think that would be the uh, i think that would be the issue that's that's amazing you know i i, I love whenever we do the tobacco talk because it's a way to like expand people's you know uh, you know maybe give them some some options for tobacco they've ever tried yeah generally speaking we, we like them to be available <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel and, like you're kind of dangling and like that, something. And that's true. Yeah, I, you know, but at, at the same time, like, you know, to give uh, a tobacco like this kind of gives people an idea of, oh, well, I can't find it. Would I even like to smoke that? That's a good point. It, yeah, should I even should point. I even worry about the fact that I can't find this? Should I spend effort <laughs> on it? And, you know, maybe they'll hear like, oh, well, I don't really care for tobaccos like uh, these two idiots from Mississippi are describing. So I won't uh, I won't even look for it. And uh, so, you know, maybe maybe people are thankful. You have justified the yeah. decision. I see that. I see that. <laughs> what, what, what you got next, man? Man, our second go to tonight. We've um, you know, occasionally we like to pull out our own house blends as well for tobacco talks. And so I thought we'd go there uh, tonight too. We're really open at the Squire about blends that we sell under our own name we make. But we do have uh, a couple of new blends that are going to be forthcoming, uh, which are made for us uh, by someone else. And so one of these blends is a Sutliff Flake, and we are calling it Faulkner Flake. Faulkner Flake, we had a, a blend uh, years ago called Faulkner Flake, and we were unable to get that tobacco anymore, so we, we retired it. We've brought it back with this new flake tobacco that our friends at Sutliff have um, have gotten us linked up in and uh, are just really excited about it. This is a beautiful uh, Virginia flake. It's very bright, um, it, it, bright leaf Virginias. It's a pure Virginia flake and uh, one that's matured and pressed. And so, um, you know, it just gives it that extra bit of uh, natural sweetness. And of course, the, um, you know, the extra maturation on there that, uh, you know, just kind of takes some of the edge off of that, uh, that sharp you know, yellow Virginia tobacco. It's really, uh, really nice. Um, but this comes in a long strip uh, form. It's very satisfying um, to the eye. You know, even when you see the tobacco in the jar, it's just these long strips. And I brought um, brought some here tonight to kind of kind of look at them. We'll try to pull this out with without making too much of a mess in Bo's office here. Um, well, but, it's only my office for like a few more hours. I know, a few more hours, right? <laughs> but um, beautiful tobacco. I mean, look at these long strips of uh, of flake. They're just really, really um, impressive and attractive to look at. You know, um, it makes, um, you know, just makes the a visually um, appealing experience. And, you know, it has a, a very characteristic uh, jar note, bag note of uh, what you would expect from a, uh, you know, Virginia tobacco, um, you know, it has kind of a, um, orlicky, you know, smell to it, but uh, a few differences. I'm gonna let uh, Bo kind of smell what I've got. All right, man. So we got a uh, beautiful, beautiful bag of tobacco right here. You know, it's always interesting kind of talking about Country Squire tobaccos because it is the bag note as opposed to the tin note. Yeah, or the I know, right? Note. Yeah. 
So it has this uh, kind of characteristic, again, uh, you know, flavor that you would get or, you know, bag note of what you would get from a, a typical Virginia. Um, you have some of this little bit of citrus that's there. Um, it's simple in character. Um, you know, there's a grassiness there that's that's pretty nice. The bag note on this one in particular, though, it's like if it's I, I'm initially reminded of Orlick, Golden Sliced, but it's like if Orlick kind of had a fling with uh, Stokeby Luxury Twist. Nobody's flight. supposed to talk about that, man. Well, I, I know, I know, we're not supposed to. You know, it's kind of that's one of those things that like everyone knows about, but no one, no one speaks of. You know, <laughs> right, it right, happened right. at prom night, <laughs> and people aren't proud. But you know, it just kind of, it's kind of a deal. Um, yeah, so it's it's like if Orlick Golden Sliced had this little fling with Stokeby Luxury Twist Flake. There's just enough of that. That luxury twist flake, or like twist a, flakes calling in, like, what are you saying? I know. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that luxury twist flake, it has this um, interesting uh, odiness. That's the odie. Odie. All right. So I've been like, like oats, um, like a like a sweet feed that you'd give to like a horse. Or yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So since the, um, the moment that you handed me this bag, I've been like all face in this bag to the point where it's probably you're just trying to figure it out. Right? Unhealthy. I'm like, but like I've been trying to identify like what yeah. is the smell, and yeah. it's it, you know that odie kind of uh, uh, of. Dry oats, not like wet oatmeal yeah, or something it's like, like that. It's yeah, like it's yeah. like sweet feed. You know, this is something that you'd find like a pleasant uh, barn smell. Absolutely. Like a, like yeah. a um, uh, I, I don't know. It's just kind of a kind of an interesting uh, flavor there. And so that kind of paired with the grassiness and the the little bit of citrus that you might get from a, a traditional Virginia flake, uh, just really really uh, pleasing but kind of interesting. Um, this particular flake that we've um, had done for us. You know, it's it's relatively simple. This is a great everyday tobacco, and so different from Stonehaven or, or the Peacehaven that we talked about earlier. Um, I think it's going to be a little more, uh, a little richer than Peacehaven, a little more full-bodied. Although it's not particularly full-bodied, but it's a, a little more full-bodied than the Peacehaven. Um, but a good all-day, everyday smoke and something that is you know more accessible. Well, if you like flake tobaccos, I mean, like that's that's one thing. I remember the first time I ever tried Faulkner Flake, really, really solid tobacco. Yeah. But it was literally, I think, the first flake tobacco I ever tried. Yeah. And yeah. so you talk about like kind of a little bit of a um, there's there's an adjustment process for for the newer smokers who are more used to like the ribbon cut to kind of right. move into flake. Right. Your technique, it's I I've yet. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm a unique case, but I think that there's a kind of a learning process. And Faulkner Flake, you could go, you could go far worse than Faulkner Flake is kind of your first foyer into it. I just always felt like, you know, with a name like Faulkner Flake, it's like if I'm not smoking <laughs> it right, like I'm doing, I'm doing wrong by my state, by, 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 by yeah, you know, like yeah, the, by pipe smokers at large. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. No, that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Like any, uh, you know, thing to do with Faulkner, it, uh, it is incredibly uh, long and. Uh, convoluted and unforgiving. Mm. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. Uh, yeah. No, but the um, tobacco is good. At, like we said, it's very. It's it's relatively simple. Uh, the hay notes predominate. There is that little topping of citrus there. That's nice. Um, you will need to smoke this. Smoke this a little slowly, which I think will help just with uh, you know temperature and tongue bite. It's got enough of those. Uh, kind of uh, sharp Virginias in there, even though they've been matured, it's uh, you know they, they're just sharp enough to uh, want you to uh, smoke it a little slowly, just to uh, go easier on your tongue. So, um, but great tobacco, I think everyone will enjoy it. The moisture content's good. Uh, you might want to 
uh, rub it out and let it sit for just a second before you load it in your pipe and light it. But um, typically, I just kind of grab it and go and um, and think it's been a good hit. So anyway, That's good, man. yeah, Faulkner Flight. Look, anytime that we're talking tobacco, and it doesn't matter if it's tobacco talk or not, anytime it could be a Squire Select, it could be just something random that you heard John David say where he waxes poetic about <laughs> a blend that you like, well, you know, it kind of tasted like raisins to me. No, 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 no. Look, as you expand out your palate, you want to make sure you're trying all of these wonderful tobaccos and more with a good quality uh, clean smoke from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. No, that's right. That's right. Of course, Missouri Meerschaum makes fantastic pipes of all shapes and sizes, but once you find the tobacco that you really do like, you're going to want a big, bold pipe, one that you can really load with Ooh, tons yeah. and tons of tobacco to sit there and smoke for that two and a half hour session. Especially while, flake one. Well, and while you're while you're maybe reading some Faulkner, and, you know, and, and of course, if you're reading Faulkner, you're going to need some uh, something uh, really good to get you through that, and so the uh, you know the the corn cob pipe of your selection might be uh, a MacArthur Five Star. Oh, interesting uh, okay. pipe. And okay, so, you yeah, know, yeah, you, yeah. You're going to sit there for a long period of time, and you want to smoke uh, the tobacco you found that you really do enjoy. And the MacArthur Five Star uh, it has just such a um, such a beautiful, interesting shape to it. Uh, a couple things, though, it's got a long stem, which means it is more comfortable for reading. Uh, but then also, it's got a really big bowl, and you could fill the Joker up and just sit there and smoke it for. Uh, you know, for a really long time to your heart's content. And, uh, you know, whether it's a flake tobacco, uh, one of the ones we've talked about tonight, or uh, your favorite aromatic, uh, you know, uh, the MacArthur Five Stars uh, is a great, great pipe for, um, you know, an extended smoking pleasure experience. Oh, lovely. Mm. Oh, man. No, that's great. What a, what a great one. Hey, look, if you don't have a MacArthur pipe, like, Everyone needs one in like, their in their lineup. Yeah, I mean, like I, I don't want to. I was about to like shame you for not having that in your collection, but yeah. but you know, new pipe smokers listen all the time. Expand your pipe collection. Yeah, no, you gotta no. have one. It's like it's like a church warden. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's just you know, who you may doesn't not, own a church? You warden may not pipe? reach for it every time, but you know, you'll and 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 honestly, with the MacArthur Five Star, you know, it's kind of like two in one. You yeah. kind of get the you get the cob and the church warden. That's yes, like kind of all together because the stem is so long. You know. So um, yeah, you know it's a. It, I think you should. I uh, think you should do it. Great pipe. Uh, one of those that uh, has a really generous bowl. Uh, that's basically a full cob. And uh, man, just a just a really neat looking pipe. And and certainly a conversation piece. So uh, check that out. You can go on corncobpipe.com and find you one. Uh, they're between fifteen and twenty dollars uh, MSRP or your favorite uh, tobacconist. Pipe, pipe question of the week. All right, man. We've got a great pipe question of the week this week coming in from Stuart. He says, uh, I've got a question. Form or function? Mm-hmm. I feel like this actually goes really well with the MacArthur pipe. Now oh, I think okay. About. Good. Uh, this is a, a form or function. I feel like this is a challenge whenever I walk into my local pipe shop or pursue peruse, peruse the internet for the latest pipe stock. Churchwarden Calabash face carved into the bowl. I love them, theoretically. I just find that more often than not, the pipes I want are too flashy for the kind of simple pipe smoker I am. Also, is it just me or can they sometimes be intimidating? At some point, I would love to hear you both do a, quote, deep dive into this for an episode. Maybe one of your one-on-one episodes. Anyways, thanks for the show, Stuart. Yeah, you know, interesting. It's like the pipes you're always drawn to are the ones that... um, have these crazy shapes or interesting finishes or something that uh, kind of sets it apart. And, you know, that's why carvers make these pipes, right? I mean, there, there's a reason why, uh, you know, th- that 
you know, a shop like mine has a thousand dollar pipe in it or, yeah. you know, all these crazy pipes that, um, you know, we may not even sell, but we know we're going to interest people uh, in, in, you know, to looking at them, but then maybe that'll kind of inspire them to buy something more reasonable or whatever. Um, you know, that's why they make, uh, make pipes like that. Um, at the same time, you may find that you'll, uh, you know, grab one of those crazy pipes with a face carved into it or, um, you know, a, a six foot long church warden or whatever it might be. And you may love it. You know, one of our, our best friends, uh, Pappy Joe, uh, just south of us in Louisiana, he's got a, um, a Meerschaum pipe that's in the shape of a lighthouse. It's yeah. like he's got, it's a lighthouse and it's a pipe, but, and he smokes it, you know, and it's, and it's really cool to see him smoke it because, uh, it's incredibly functional. It's kind of, you know, it's awkward to hold occasionally, but like, I, you know, it smokes, according to him, it smokes great and it's really cool looking. And so, um, you know, it, it's one of those things like, are, are some of these like Calabash or uh, a Meerschaum with a, a face carved into it? Uh, even church warden pipes, or some of these the most practical pipes. No, but pipe smoking is not necessarily practical anyway. <laughs> you <laughs> Man, know, you, yeah. you, you know, you find uh, find things that you connect with and 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 run with them. And uh, a lot of times, um, you know, for me, you know, I want to smoke my pipe, and and the tobacco is, you know, for me the most important piece. But a lot of times, I do want to just spend time with that pipe, right? And so I smoke a pipe because of the pipe and not necessarily the tobacco. Um, you know, a calabash is just fun to smoke. It's fun to hold. <laughs> it's fun to, uh, you know, get that airy uh, kind of uh, breathy uh, draw to it that is uh, cooler and uh, really interesting. And so, um, you know, I think there's a, um, I think there's benefits to having odd pipes in your collection. And, you know, if you find one that's, uh, you know, really good for you, you may smoke it more than you think. Well, that's a great question, Stuart. And yeah. hey, uh, form o- form o- over function or form or function rather. Um, yeah, that, that might be, that might make an interesting episode at some point. Yeah. We'll just have to see. Uh, but hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, uh, be sure to send that in. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Again, that is show at CountrySquireRadio.com. <laughs> Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions! Ow! All right, man, quick fire questions. But first, brought to us by the brand new Country Squire Radio t-shirts. Exactly, man. Gosh, they're here, they're beautiful, and they're available at thecountrysquireonline.com. Now, what I love about these t-shirts is that, generally speaking, when you see models wearing t-shirts, you think, I will never make that look as good as that person looks right there. Because they (laughs) are professionally good-looking, to quote Zoolander. Uh, But if you go right now to the website and check out the the uh, shirts, we've also got them on Twitter, we've got them on Facebook, you'll see them pinned all over the place. Um, you'll notice that the model does not look professionally good looking. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a, uh, a, an international minister right there. They are actually required to not look good in order to be in ministry, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, I, I, in, in his particular line of work, it's best if he looks closer to homeless. Scruffy looking. I think yeah. that's that's the goal. <laughs> and so if you think to yourself, well, hey. Poor I, John Michael. <laughs> if I, we love you, John Michael. If right. you're thinking to yourself, I look scruffy looking. Well, hey, have we got some shirts for you? Maybe you, you might be the next shirt model. That's right. Country Squire. Oh my gosh, that should be a contest. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Man, yeah. really cool shirts there. They're available uh, both the uh, Squire Scallywag shirt and also this is not a podcast shirt that are uh, that are both really sharp and uh, available there on our website. Yes. We love you, John Michael. Check them out and let's jump into these quick five questions. Coming in from uh, Stephen Mario Joseph Cardello. Uh, Stephen actually- Stephen Mario Joseph Cardello. Yeah. SMJC. As uh, his friends call him. So we're going to call him that. Because <laughs> we're like that, Stephen. Uh, all right. So here's what we got. This is great. 
Handmade, expensive versus cheap factory. Actually, this goes directly into what we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, gosh, who doesn't want a handmade, expensive pipe, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, what about a what about a handmade, uh, cheap pipe or an expensive factory pipe? You know, because both of those things exist as well. Well, sure, but this is these are your two options. Okay, if there's my two options, I'll go with handmade, expensive. Pipe. I mean, how would you not? Well, I, there's some people that are that know themselves well enough to know that they're really hard on pipes and so you know they're going to want a pipe that you know they don't mind working uh you know if they're whatever they're doing you know i, I don't know i mean there are people that would want a cheap pipe yeah yeah no I, if if, okay, off, okay. if offered one or the other yeah all right once again you've stopped me from judging the uh, <laughs> of, of, of pipe shaming people or something of that nature right yeah uh no i'm i'm yeah i'm assuming that money is no option so that's why i'm saying homemade expensive because mm-hmm. i mean if money is an option then it, it's without question the cheap pipe. <laughs> right no matter right. who made it right uh, Etsy versus eBay. Gosh, uh, I probably I use eBay more. I can probably count the things I've bought from Etsy on probably three fingers. <laughs> you know, I I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll go with eBay. There's a lot of interesting stuff on both, but I'll go with eBay. So I have can probably count the things I bought on eBay on three fingers. I have never bought anything on Etsy. Yeah, like I've never bought anything. Well, on Etsy. the 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 great thing about Etsy in particular, and honestly, I I don't know. Et, Etsy may be the real winner here i'll probably still go with ebay but because there's just so many crazy things on ebay but um etsy's nice because the there's a really strong pipe community presence on uh, etsy okay, okay so there's okay. a lot of artisans that make really cool goods we've got uh custom leather goods uh custom tampers um you know tobacco pouches all kinds of um you know just interesting knickknacks uh you know pipe stands um and and cabinets and you know all types of things smoking jackets and everything else. You know, there's just lots of neat uh, pipe-related stuff on Etsy that uh, is worth checking out. So, uh, you know, for the pipe smoker, that might be a better option. All right. Sounds good. Uh, I'm going to go with eBay just because it's classic. 90s nostalgia, if nothing else. (laughs) Squirrel versus chipmunk? Uh, Squirrel... We don't really have chipmunk chipmunks in, uh, in yeah, Mississippi. Yeah, I was but, about to say chipmunk but, in theory, but squirrel in practice. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll go with squirrel. Cat versus dog. Dog. We are both dog people. Beefeater versus boodles. Boodles. Well, I'm going to go with you because Jen is your world. Ten times out of ten. Do you not like beefeater? Be like, no, beefeater's fine. Okay. I mean, it, it, it's okay. But yeah, I'm, I just, I love, uh, I love boodles. It says more about boodles that you choose boodles than it does about beefeater for not choosing beefeater. Yeah, no, exactly. But I mean, I'm, look, I'm the guy that like, I, if you cho- if you gave me a bottle of, you know, boodles versus Uncle Val's or boodles versus Hendrix, I would probably still pick the boodle. Like, I just yeah, love, right. I, I mean, those are, you know, 35, 40 you know, dollar bottles of gin, and I'm still picking the twenty dollar boodle. You're like, a I just, brand loyalist. I, no, I just, I just love doggone boodles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, if you have anybody uh, that you know that works at boodles uh, that wants to sponsor this show, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd no, be, that, that needs to happen. I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, like they're like, why you're giving us the free uh, <laughs> Sean David Cole's? The why face would we of do boodles that anyway? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, great quick fire questions. And hey, if you've got quick fire questions for us, send them in. Show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that's show at countrysquireradio.com. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback coming in on the iTunes from iPad Slots HD. Says one of the best podcasts, bar none. Country Squire Radio is simply an amazing podcast for the pipe enthusiast. The programming quality is excellent. 
And the Country Squire is an amazing store. All of these combine for hours of entertainment. A plus plus plus. Ooh, triple plus. Triple plus. Dude, iPad shots slots HD. Thanks a bunch, man. We yeah, appreciate man. that. We also got uh, Glenn Dunnington writing in as well. What did Glenn have to say? He says, "Great time spent smoking some Rivendell and listening and watching to the show, uh, and watching the show. Thanks for both of your efforts and hard work." And that's from Glenn. All right, and then finally, Wyatt Mills. What did Wyatt have to say? Wyatt says, is there an episode where y'all talk about Virginia Perique types of blends? Um, you know, I think there's an episode where we talked about different types of tobacco blends. I don't know if there's one specifically on the Virginia Perique category. So, you know, that might be something we could do in the future, a whole episode devoted to to vapors. Um, yeah, I think that could be good. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. I mean, like people know on the show that I'm the one that asks the dumb questions. Right. And and it's because you need that dumb guy on the show to ask <laughs> the dumb questions. Well, there are no stupid questions, just stupid people. Well, so I'm I'm a I'm a verbal kind of guy, right? Like I, I generally don't like peruse the the forums and that sort of thing. I don't sure. know the 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 slang, the slang and the the shorthand and everything. Yeah. When I saw vapor I thought this was some sort of like vape pipe blends. Oh. And I was like, what? Yeah. And, and, you know, not to judge Wyatt or anybody who wants us to talk about vape stuff, but I was thinking like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'd be willing to put it out if we've got enough listeners that want us to do like a vape like episode. I'm not saying like like an ongoing type deal, but like if that's if that's where people like want a deep dive, like vi- visit it one time or something, and just kind of just as a curiosity kind of deal. I'll just say I'm very pleased and relieved to know that vapor sounds for Virginia Perique. <laughs> Virginia I Perique. did not know that. You didn't know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know. Wait, man, it, well, it's funny. I I don't. Obviously, I, I know what that is and have known what that is for you know a long time. This but, is more your world. But you know, I. I it's just kind of annoying when people say vapor, and so I don't ever refer to it as that. So, okay. so he wrote V A slash P E R, and I I immediately you know filled in for that Virginia Perique because I just I don't I don't like saying vapor. And people also when they're talking about right. Virginia Burley blends, they'll say vapor, and I just think that's kind of dumb. I did. I, I don't know. I, I just I, I don't know. You can call it a vapor if you want to, but but if you write that and then you ask me to read it, I'm gonna substitute Virginia Burley. I'm and, telling and you, I, I, that's just, I don't know. That's the just slash in particular made me feel like it was like this like cool new brand of vape to no, no, pipe tobacco. No, no, you know no, no. I mean? that, that's the, I mean, that's, that is very common for people to refer to, um, you know, Virginia Periques as, as a vapor right. and, and to spell it that way. That's super, super common. Um, yeah, I just I just prefer to say Virginia Perique. Uh, well, so do I. <laughs> but, but now I know I won't be like caught off guard next time. Right. All right. Well, great. Well, hey, tobacco talks are always fun. And for more fun, like listening to this episode, be sure to subscribe to the show. You can find us on the iTunes. You can find us uh, on various distribution systems, but especially on iTunes. If you go over there, you write us a review. It's a great way to help out the show. And it doesn't cost you a dime to do it. Now, if you are someone who likes to spend a few dimes to help support shows, like, you know, the show of someone who's about to have a baby. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Don't shame them. No, I'm not shaming them. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, what was the the Colbert Christmas album? Like he had this whole thing, like show-stopping number where his kids come on and they sing, please help the Colbert children eat. What? <laughs> you, never, you never heard that? No, that's funny. I think the song's called Another Christmas Song. It's hilarious. But anyway, all that to say, um, yeah, John David's kid's going to starve if you don't become a patron of the show. <laughs>
kidding, kidding, kidding. But seriously, patreon.com slash country squire radio is where you can go to help out the show. Please do it. Uh, you can also uh, follow us on the Twitters. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore country squire. And of course the show's handles at squire radio uh, and all that information and more can be found at country squire radio.com. Well, man, we, uh, as we've said before, we're in a transitional period right now, but um, anytime I get a chance to like hang out with you behind Mike, it's always a blast. It's fun, man. Yeah. It, it, it always is. I'm glad we uh, could link up uh, here. And, uh, man, can't wait to hear in a couple weeks how uh, how the transition's going for you. And yeah. It's going to be gonna be fun. It's going to be fun. going to be interesting. Well, hey, man. Let's go have a day. See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com. Thank you.